Welcome to the final edition of the highlights of the co-authors of the When Grace Found Me series. I'm so glad you were able to spend a little bit of your time each day over the past week or 10 days to listen in to these amazing women and their stories of When Grace Found Them. Today I'm chatting with Stephanie Miller. She's a co-author in When Grace Found Me, Volume 2. So grab that cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and let's enjoy the show. Hello, hello, everyone. This is Kim Langling, your host of Let Fear Bounce. Thank you so much for spending a part of your day with us on this special week. It's the highlight of the co-author week of the When Grace Found Me three book series. And today I have with me the lovely Stephanie Miller. She is a co-author in When Grace Found Me volume two. So welcome, Stephanie. Thanks so much for joining me today. Yes, thank you so much for having me. It's so exciting to be here. So I have a couple questions for you. First question being, what made you want to participate in an anthology like this that where you share your story of when God's grace found you? First off, I was so honored when you asked me and invited me to participate um, in this series and in this book specifically. Um, as you know, it was such a crazy time in my life. You know, we were getting ready to uproot and move and you know, my husband was getting out of the military. So we were also transitioning from there. So there were just a lot of changes and transitions going on. And so initially I was thinking, I'm way too busy for this. You know, we get asked things all the time and it's this idea that I can't do it. There's no way. But then the more I started thinking about it, the more God started kind of tugging at me and pulling at me like, no, you need to do this and you need to share this story specifically. So it was less about me actually trying to say, yes, I want to participate, but I don't know what to write about. And it was more like God saying, yes, you're participating and this is what you're going to write about. So I guess he used me to toss that nugget your way then, huh? Yes. Yeah. And as much as I tried to ignore it, it, you know, it just kept coming back. Like even in the middle of everything else that we had going on and I was juggling, um, it just, it was so important for me to be able to get the message out that I did and to share the story that I did. And I am so glad that you did. I am so glad that you did. Your story is a huge blessing to not only myself and the book, but I know that it will be and is already to all those folks who have purchased the book and are reading through the stories. This past weekend, we had a picnic at my church after our second service, and the pastor, he's retired now, but the pastor that was there for 27 years, he wrote the foreword in volume two, and he came up to me and he said, Kim... You are truly doing God's work, and these stories are absolutely amazing. So he's been reading through the book. So that was high praise to come from my pastor, and I have to, you know, say, hey, it's all it's all about the ladies and their stories and helping, helping to get them out into the world so they can help and heal others. So I do thank you very, very much, because I know that your life was in a bit of an upheaval at that time. A lot of things going on in your life. Yes. So while you were reading, while you were writing that story, um, and I know you said, you know, God was nudging you. He was pretty much telling you to do it. While you were writing it, what was going on, you know, emotionally with you? Did you experience anything while you were sharing your story? How did that go for you? So it was really interesting in my own work and in my own journey and as my own uh, book as well. I'm a very big proponent about being transparent, authentic, and vulnerable and sharing your story. 
And in writing my story, I had to keep reminding myself of all of the things I tell other people that it's okay to share your story in the midst of your story and in the midst of your struggle. You don't have to be on the other side in order to share or in order for other people to be healed or other people to be able to use your story. That was really um, a good reminder for me, as well as I think there tends to be this thing that we compare our pain and our struggles with other people's pains and struggles. You know, they got through this and I don't have it as bad, so I should not feel this way. So there's kind of some sort of shame and doubt that starts to kind of spiral and come up within us um, when we feel like, well, I have nothing to share. You know, I haven't gone through this huge thing or my story isn't as dramatic. And it can be our life change story and how we came to know Christ but it could also just be the everyday, you know, when grace found me um, and those certain struggles as well. So it's this idea that in sharing that the, the pain and just the feelings that you're at in the moment, right deep in the trenches, that that is just as powerful and God is just as present in there um, as he is in the huge life transformation stories as well. It's not letting the enemy tell you that your pain doesn't matter and your story doesn't matter. It's pressing on in spite of that and also just encouraging that understanding that your story, no matter where you are in it, it still has a purpose and it still will heal um, and transform others. So that's really, that's really kind of the combination of everything that was coming up. You know, there was a lot of things coming up for me emotionally on where I had been um, and where God had brought me through. And it was just a reminder of his faithfulness and a reminder of his goodness. Um, and to know that in spite of my fear and in spite of my hesitation about sharing where I was specifically, that God would use it because his word says that he used um, all things for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Absolutely. And I love that. And I love the part where you said push through anyway. And we are called to do that because he will, his grace is sufficient. Sometimes it's hard to remember that when you're in the midst of your personal stuff. And we all, we all find ourselves there time and again, actually, because life is not a smooth road. <laughs> and the, and the, Christian, the Christian walk is not a smooth road. And it was never, it was never promised to us that it would be, but it was promised to us and is promised to us that the outcome will be worth it. Yeah. That's yes. awesome. So I also want to share with folks that you are an author outside of being a co-author in this book. You have your own book. So briefly tell us uh, the title of it, how that came about and where folks can find it. Sure. Yeah. So the title of the book is The Butterfly Blueprint, How to Renew Your Mind and Grow Your Faith. And it really is a culmination um, of so many things, but it's personal stories and personal, you know, just understandings of Christ working through me and Christ working in me. Um, and then also sharing how that transformation story is available for anyone who was willing and able to lay down their life and just accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Because it's one of those things, once you once you step over and once you cross over and you accept him into your heart, like there is no going back. You hold on to a hope and you hold on to a faith that is greater and that is bigger than you could ever imagine. And that old way of living, it's, it's in the dust, it's in the past. So it's an encouragement as well as a step-by-step -step guide on what that looks like, what it looks like to lay down the world comforts and just pick up what God has for us. I like that. And I like how you said in that once you once you once you accept that journey, there's no going back. No going back. <laughs> you might try and walk away, 
but you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get pulled back yeah <laughs> have you ever heard that there's a song and i can't think of who sings it but um the very beginning it's called um i want to go to church mm-hmm. and it, have you heard that song i think so yeah yeah. The very first line is um, how they how they walked away. They didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. You know, but they came back and tried to walk on my own, but I ended up lost. Yes. It's an awesome song. We sang it at church this past Sunday, and it made me th- as you were talking about your book. That's what it made me think about, and how you said, you know, you're you're gonna you're there's no going. I mean, back. you're kind of you're kind of stuck, but in a good way. <laughs> Exactly. It's a yes. good thing. It's yes. a good thing. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much, Stephanie, for being with me today on this special week. Um, as I am highlighting the co-authors of the When Grace Found Me series. Keep an eye out, folks. The third volume will be published shortly, mid to late fall. We are hoping that is our plan. So yes, it's very exciting stuff, and we'll be, you know, finalizing out that three book series. And it's been an amazing journey. And for all of you, ladies. Who have participated and all of you who have purchased the book and read the book and made comments you know it's this is all god's doing and when you listen to god's nudges and you follow what he's asking you to do you don't know where it's going to take you it just might be on an amazing journey <laughs> that is right <laughs> well thank you stephanie for being with me and i wish you a blessed rest of the day thank you